Welcome back to Fast Forward. It's been a busy, busy week. The Tech Nation report launched in the Northwest last Thursday evening. I was part of a panel with the great Sue Barnard from the British Business Bank and the lovely Anish Kapoor, CEO of Axis Pay, along with Pratura and WeWork discussing about what's great about tech and the North. One of the biggest reflections for me um, from the report was their report on digital turnover. Uh, the Northwest is about to uh, top five billion, which is quite a way away from where it first reported back in 2016 when it was just around about two. So it really demonstrates the so it's the momentum that's going on in the Northwest around digital. You can check out the full report. It's out now on Google and you can have a look at all the great work and reporting that they've done on that. But on to today's topic. If you have a business, regardless of size, it's really vital that it has a social media presence. Social media platforms are there to allow you to connect with your customers, increase your brand awareness, boost your sales, your leads. But here's the thing, social media is work. It's basically a full-time job. You've got to create the content, post it, monitor it, optimize it, and then you hope and wait for the magic, a connection with the customer. But then you've got the rest of your business to run, emails to respond to, problems to solve, and a life, a life to live. So in this episode, we're going to talk about social media automation and how technology can take care of some of the load. Today, we've got John Preston, Director of Superstar Bots, who are bot developers and automated lead generation systems experts. Welcome, John. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So I know that you and I have spoken briefly before, mm-hmm. uh, and when I say briefly, about two hours, you tried to explain this. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try and bring this to life on audio. Um, but let's start with you and your background and how you've come to be so passionate about this particular topic. You've spent the majority of your career in the fitness industry. So talk to us a bit about that, and then what made you start your own business? Yeah, well. Uh- before the fitness industry, I was very much involved with um, sales and marketing within um, large FMCG companies. So, you, so the likes of Rankovis McDougall and um, KP McVitie's, uh, and that was in a, in a kind of sales role. So, my, my background has always been uh, looking at sales and, and getting products to market. Um, and then I took over. Uh, I had, to, I had to leave that business because essentially I, uh, my marriage broke down and I took over uh, looking after my children who were both preschool at, at the time and my daughter's severely disabled. So I couldn't be travelling up and down the country, uh, leaving at 4am. That just wasn't a possibility anymore. Mm. So I had to um, take a step back, take some time off and retrain. And I thought, well, I'm going to try and do something that I actually enjoy rather than you know <laughs> working for someone else. I, I, the it was never going to be um, something that I could do anymore to work a traditional nine to five. So I spent some time and retrained as a, a PT thinking that hopefully, because I'd always been going to the gym, that I mm. could pay the mortgage and spend time around the kids and do the, do the yeah, school. Do the things play. you love. Do, you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Make some money doing the things I love. Never think I'd be uh, rich doing these things. But what I found is that I took my experience of these kind of, higher level sales and marketing tactics and took that into the fitness industry. So very quickly, I went from just being a PT uh, to having my own PT business. So other people, other PTs um, doing work for me mm-hmm. to then owning my own gym. Yeah. And as I was doing this, I got more and more and more involved in the social media marketing side of it. 
So this was doing it for my own business and making all the mistakes and spending money in all the places that you don't want to spend it and advertising in the wrong places for like zero return. So essentially um, learning by my own mistakes and then developing the systems and understanding what's working and what's working for my business. And that um, that's essentially how I've got into social media in the first place. So then that led you to take a complete uh, sidestep and then launch Superstar Bots. Tell us about that and what does it do? Right, so Superstar Bots, uh, the name's a little bit deceptive. It's not all about messenger bots. That was the initial concept that we used, the, the messenger marketing side, and build out these really cool uh, conversations with uh, with clients. But we look at the whole funnel, so it's from Facebook ads through to uh, Facebook Messenger and then to some sort of conversion. And it's um, it's really, really interesting that you need to, uh, I don't know, look at look at each business and look at what the client is and kind of make the conversation with, with those people. We're really successful with it because we're not making it all automated. Mm. Uh, we're kind of using the automation to encourage human conversations. Yeah. And it, it works exceptionally well to do that. Which is what you showed me on my phone that day that first day that yes. we met wasn't yeah, it? it's just absolutely. about prompting the conversation it is it's, it's using the automations in the right way and we we focus um at the moment our, our niche if you like is um coaches and, and business coaches and kind of uh, very high level network marketers we work uh, well with and also some recruitment businesses so um a great use case for the sort of things that we're doing um, i'd say there's a lot of people within this industry which is massively exploding, and I would say that they're kind of trying to cram these systems into a niche where it probably isn't relevant. Yeah, but your expertise is uh, very widely recognised, and it's started to take you around the world. That's right. <laughs> well, That's right. I need to get into this action, but tell us a bit about some of the people that want to hear from you. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been putting out content uh, and educating in this um, in this field for quite some time. I was one of the very first adopters. I stumbled into it uh, and really got hold of it, saw the power of it and started telling people and showing people about this in early 2017, which is not a long time ago, but mm. in the field of social media marketing, that's yeah. Stone Age, that's that's when it first happened. Yeah. So I've kind of grown with it and established with it and um, really very, very lucky that I've been invited to some business masterminds where people are paying a lot of money to go and hear from experts um, a couple of weeks' time, I'm off to Santorini for four days to go and work with some business leaders in in one specific field. We've got um, a conference coming up in Texas in September, which is the Conversations Conference, which is hosted by ManyChat and Facebook uh, themselves go and present at this thing. Some of the high, the biggest biggest marketers in the world present at this, and they've actually asked if I would um, go and present at that one as well. So you know it's. It's really Normal. opened up the world yeah. uh, for me personally, which is it's just the best experience ever. Yeah. It's the power of social media, isn't it? Yeah. So let's break it down. We like to start at the very beginning. What exactly is and um, do you mean by social media automation? Okay. So you, you kind of alluded to that social media could be a full-time job and some people spend all the time worrying about the, the content and social media and stop focusing on the actual business and what they're good at. So what I mean by automation is by putting systems and processes in place that 
take the workload away from you. So it, it could be customer service that, you, you know, imagine you've got a, a 24-hour receptionist who is there to just answer all of the frequently asked questions. So your client's getting a much better user experience. They're getting the information they want, click of a button or ask a question and it will it will come back with the right responses for them. Or it could be things like, uh, say you go to a, a trade show and instead of giving people a business card, and you, you know, you've probably done this, you've or people have given you a business card and then... You tell me, where, where is that business card a day later? <laughs> Can tell you, sitting in a pile in front of my computer. Right, exactly. So imagine then... Like me that... looking at it going, where did I make that card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, when I was started building these things, I was like, I looked in the drawer and there's a pile of these business yeah. cards that I've not looked at in 10 years. So you could go to a trade show and someone could just scan a code and it will give them the information about you and your product or ask them some questions about them. And then the day after, it will message them again with like a voice note or something and say, great to meet you yesterday. How about we book in for a call? So it's, you know, all this follow-up, it's taken it all away from you and then initiated more contact. Mm -hmm. Or you could, um, instead of constantly trying to find content to post on your social media, and this is something, you know, kind of cool I'll show you later on in the podcast, but you can uh, take other people's content and have a call to action on it, which is yours, which again, um, you're not plagiarizing the content, but it, it's it's stopping you having to go out and try and constantly find things it's it could be five minutes a week and it's putting people into your sales funnel and getting them into contact with you without you having to spend the time. Mm. And the other uh, huge benefit, certainly if you're a coach or work with a lot of people, is that um, it can allow you to scale your business by having these processes in place. You know, if you're just starting off and there's just you, exactly how many hours a day have you got that you can work? So if you save yourself 50% of the time from doing the jobs that really could be automated, Yeah, that gives you 50% more time to work with your clients or take on new clients. And how, how do you create another you? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's almost kind of outsourcing some of the, you know, some of the jobs and things that you don't really need to spend your time on. You t we've touched on it um, earlier. You said that, you know, obviously this has only come to the fore in 2017 and the social mm. media landscape is... Um, constantly changing what does it look like currently and how do you stay up to date well to stay up to date you need to be you know it, it changes daily at the moment um the way we are at the moment we concentrate very much on facebook and that's because uh, most of our um our target audience hangs out on facebook mm -hmm. there's all these new social media platforms but if you look at the big social media platforms at the moment you have Facebook, you have um, WhatsApp as a messenger platform, you have Instagram. And those three at the moment are separate platforms. They're all owned by Facebook. This is changing. Facebook announced recently their F8 conference that um, the future is not on your Facebook timeline, as we know it. So, you know, you, you look on Facebook and you browse it and, um, and see what's going on. That is kind of being depreciated. So you're going to see less and less and less of that. And what's actually going to happen is the messenger side and Facebook groups are going to become more important and have more visibility. And the messenger side especially, at the moment you have Facebook Messenger, you have WhatsApp Messenger, and you have Instagram. Um, kind of messenger. Message. Yeah, they're, they're, very different. they're very different. They're all going to become one platform. Plus, um, everything is going to happen 
um, through that platform. I want to say everything. I mean literally everything. Facebook um, want to emulate the WeChat mm. model in China. I was going to say, China. this sounds like... Yep, very much so. Now, the issue is that... The WeChat of the West. Yeah, they do want to be the WeChat of the West. Now, WeChat will never get established. I mean, that does everything. That is, it's taken over email, it's taken over um, person-to-person contact, business-to-person contact. Mm. It's contracts are sent through it, documents are sent through it, um, payments are made through it because it's uh, got its own blockchain. And... Facebook are now um, in the final stages of developing their own blockchain. And that's a multi-currency-backed blockchain. That's why WeChat will never establish in, in the West because it's backed by the yen. Mm-hmm. So this is a US dollar, sterling, euro, um, Australian dollar. You know, yeah. uh, they, they are all backing this uh, blockchain. So international transactions will be seamless. Mm-hmm. And that's the way Messenger is going. So one super platform with its own payment system integrated. And that's the vision for Facebook. And that is why you need to be on board with these sort of things now because, you know, the the way you're traditionally marketing on social, marketing on social media is changing. So what you're saying is that the benefits that you mentioned earlier, which was um, being able to scale your business, um, means far greater things than perhaps people might might think in terms of all these new functionalities and new capacity that it has? Like, what are the benefits are going to be for social media in that space on that new platform? It, I think that, you know, the benefit of, of being there and just having a presence established on that is that it's going to be um, a really great user experience for your customers. Mm. Your customers are going to be looking for you on these platforms, you know, um, it's so it's so expensive to have a, a really well optimized website and drive traffic to it. Nobody's just going to stumble across these things anymore. Yeah. So if you've got this really easy to use um, system in place, platform in place, and this this doesn't need to be very technical, but if you've got that presence there and your client can go, I want this, and I can pay for it, and it's going to take me two clicks, yeah. then. That's fantastic for your client. They've got exactly what they want. If they're not messed about, nobody wants to wait for anything. Nobody wants to be on hold. No one wants to research things. If they can ask a question, get exactly the right thing and pay for it, and it's done in two minutes. That's our expectation now, isn't it? We had uh, Melanie Denyer, who's uh, one of the UX analysts at La Redoute in um, uh, in the chair talking about the user experience and that's exactly what she said mm. is that you know it, you have to be able to do it in one or two maximum three clicks and that e- expectation that the user has of instant gratification being able to get stuff done we're making it sound like it's a miracle um, <laughs> cure to making successful businesses but there are some downsides um, let's talk about those a little bit um, what are some of the um, sort of th- the concerns around social media automation and, and what would you say to that there are a few concerns uh, privacy is a big one mm-hmm. so you know it's something that's been in the media an awful lot recently and privacy is at the forefront of, of these platforms so they're all going to be encrypted very soon yeah on this on this big platform so that, that's a good thing privacy wise and um, data wise um the other issues are that, that people are trying to use them in the wrong way you know um messenger is 
good as a marketing platform, whereas WhatsApp isn't, and Instagram probably even less so. So people are almost trying to replicate traditional marketing methods and just do exactly that, but on a different platform. And it doesn't work. It's an back to user experience. It's terrible. Mm. It just doesn't work, and it's going to cost you an awful lot of money, and it's not going to bring you any return. And what about um, all the the other platforms? Are they as receptive to social media automation as Facebook is? Or no? So, for example, LinkedIn at the moment, if you're very much a business to business customer, they frown big time on any sort of automation, and you could well get your uh, account closed down. And the same the same with Facebook that if you um, if you use it in the wrong way, if you don't follow the rules. Mm with these automations uh, and with how you market to people. Because bear in mind, this is their personal inboxes that you are sending to. And Facebook is all about user you know, user experience. And it's all about the client. If Coca-Cola spending £10 million a day on ads started spamming people, they would shut their page down. <laughs> yeah. They literally do not care. Yeah. So, you know, for the, like, the likes of us, if we start endlessly spamming people with promotions and using it incorrectly and disrespecting people's uh, personal space, if you like, mm. you're going to get your page shut down. And if, you, if your whole business is on social media, then you're in trouble. Yeah. And that also um, highlights the fact that you shouldn't put all of your eggs into one basket with this. So we're big advocates of the, you know, we talk social media marketing, so Facebook ad and into a messenger funnel. We also advocate that you take email addresses and create mailing lists and mm-hmm. have websites and uh, collect data and build audiences and uh, build groups. So you, you're kind of attacking people from, I say attacking, but you're <laughs> marketing people on all sorts of different levels because people, different people will be receptive to different things. And what happens if Facebook goes down for a day? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see what carnage that causes when <laughs> Facebook goes down. So what happens if all of your marketing is on Facebook? Yeah. Then it goes. If, even Google crashed the other night. Did it? The whole thing. Gmail, YouTube, the lot. Mad. But uh, but I think the, the whole purpose behind it is that it, it it encourages human conversation and there's there's things that social media can't do or can't replace. Um but it is the start it's the start of a conversation, but it doesn't finish it. Um what you know, where are what what point do the humans step in and get and get behind it? Well, when you, when we build these systems, uh, we build them in a way that we pre-qualify um, somebody that comes into the flow. So you ask them if they want to speak to a human, mm-hmm. and then kind of you can send that through to a, a scheduled booking, diary booking, or you can chat to them right there in Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't want to, then you give them the options as an automated version. But you, you kind of pre-qualify. So what you don't want to do is spend all of your time talking to people who've got no intention of, of, of buying Hi. your product or service. And you can you can filter out those tire kickers, if you like. Yeah. Um, and then just speak to the people who are actually ready in a position to buy from you. So again, this is this is really making the most of your valuable time as a, as a business person, that you're only speaking to somebody who's ready to take that step. And those that aren't it can be kind of sent through a more of a nurturing sequence and given information up to the point where they're ready to approach you to uh, buy. So quali- pre-qualifying leads is, is one of the things that you can do 
mm-hmm. with social media automation. Yeah. And this is now getting into the really good stuff. And I know you're, you've got some really exciting things to share with us. So tell us about all the things that you can do with social media automation and how do you do it? Well, I could give you an example of a sales funnel that we're running at the moment, which mm-hmm. is doing incredibly well. It's really uh, doing fantastically. So we we get people in with a, a free lead magnet. Uh, and this is... Uh, What's a lead magnet? A lead magnet is something like um, a free cheat sheet or a, a video training series okay. or an ebook or something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. 25 free ideas new. to yeah. explode your social media. And it's totally free. And people will opt in through a Facebook advert. They will come into the messenger side and it's uh, cool, great you're involved. We'll kind of do loads of... Um, put, a lot, put a lot of personality in this one. So we gave the bot a name and... It sends some gifts and. What's the name of the bot? It's Bob. <laughs> so uh, this one's yeah, this is one for a client, and uh, we ask them for an email address. The email then uh, subscribes them to their um, CRM, which is an email management system. There's loads of these around, and yeah. and then gives them a kind of a drip feed, yeah, marketing and promotion side. You can do that as, as much as you like, but the, the first thing it does is fire off this uh, cheat sheet. Yeah. Then it follows up um, kind of 10 minutes later on saying, did you get it? And if they didn't get it... On or, Messenger. On Messenger. Yeah. Um, and if they didn't get it or it's gone to the junk folder or something's gone wrong, um, they can click no and then it comes up with another a funny GIF, which is like a button being pressed saying making everything all right mm-hmm. and a little a line that comes across and then it delivers the PDF right there in Messenger. Okay. And then it will follow up 24 hours later and say, we've got something else really cool for you. And then it goes to an upsell to a, an actual physical book mm-hmm. for, you know, for a, a kind of low barrier entry type yeah. product around, you know, 10 to ten to $20. Yeah. This is that we're working in here. And so it then, gives them time to scan over what they've got, the free version. Yeah. And you, go, you I like create, this, I don't like this. You're allowing the, your potential customer to get an idea of what you're all about and, and create that know, like, and trust mm-hmm. uh, of you and your products. And then you can send people, well, in this case, we send people to a, a book. And this is to grow their their business. Yeah. So this is a business coach we're talking about. And we send people then through to the sales page. Once we've um, done that, we, we're tagging people that have taken that action and then remarketing to those that have shown interest and gone through and asked, did they buy the book? If they didn't buy the book, or well, they say, no, I didn't buy it. It asks, um, do you mind me asking you why you've not bought it? And we're get, collecting some data as to what the objections are. Mm-hmm. And then we can go back and, and refine what we're talking about and overcome those objections later on. If they have bought the book, it's then going to say, you know, great, uh, I'm going to get back to you tomorrow. And then it comes back with another upsell to um, a full coaching program, which is more of your $2,000 program. Mm-hmm. That actually goes through a pre-qualifying uh, series of questions, which is, you know, how big's your team at the moment? And if it's only a small team and only getting started, it's going to offer them a monthly membership type program if they're more established. And if they've done things like they've spent more than a thousand dollars in the last 12 months on mm-hmm. their own education and coaching and, and, and business, then that pre-qualifies them. They're, they're in the right mental place uh, and, and to actually reinvest in their own business again. And they are then invited for a, a free strategy call. 
So that that's how the whole and process goes. And that entire goes. process is automated. Not one real thing. person. Not one it's person. It's just pre-programmed. But there's loads of different avenues depending on what people answer. Yeah. And it, there's a ton of personality in it. And it's very short messages, loads of fun. It's email incorporated. So it, it's this whole mm-hmm. ecosystem of, of various messages and options and fun stuff going on. Crazy. And you said that's performing extraordinarily well. How would you measure the sort of ROI on that? Well, we look at what it's costing to get one person to subscribe to the bot. So per per opt-in from the Facebook mm-hmm. ad, uh, then to what it's costing per sale of the book. And we know at that point that he's probably getting around, um, for every dollar spent, about a $3 return okay. at that point. Um uh, you know, uh, everything after that is all gravy, if you like. So if someone upsells ups to the coaching program, then that's yeah, that's a super, super, super investment. People may be on the email sequence; they might buy other, other programs or other options, following on from that. But we can we can look and we know that from opt in at X cost to sale at Y cost, we know that he's making three to one. Yeah. How do you ensure that? The automation doesn't come at the cost of personalization or that human touch. How do you do it? It very much depends on the uh, the business we're working with. Some are very uh, strict. This is a very very high volume, so they couldn't possibly be answering all the all the questions. Uh, this is one is a quite technical one where we've incorporated some machine learning onto it. So this mm-hmm. is using Google's machine learning so that people, as they ask questions. It then gives, um, it learns and gives them the right response. Um, other coaches that we're working with, the whole purpose of the bot is to get that human conversation going. So it's very much a shorter flow to just pre-qualify and say, here's here's your here's your free ebook, and then can we ask some questions? So again, like a life coach mm. would be, here's a free ebook about, I don't know, un- unblocking various aspects of life yeah and then it would ask them um what what are the major stumbling blocks and give them a few options and this is an experienced coach the same things come up time and time again yeah and then we deliver them a little bit of content it's still more free content over a few days and then ask them to have a call right okay so kind of going through the content has been the pre-qualifying it's very much of a softer nurturing sequence um and it's always in there that part of the menus is book a call or speak in live chat and give yeah, people the option the to do that. Giving the consumer the choice yes, and control. Very much so, very much so. Unless specified, I say, if, if you've got a thousand people a day coming into it, <laughs> you, you kind of need to not allow that sort of thing. So it's, it seems to be incredibly important to build uh, customer-focused marketing um, how does that feed into building the sales funnel then? Why is it important to do the two, why, that they go hand in hand? Well, any any successful sales funnel won't start with you and what you're offering and what your product is and what the features of that are. It's always going to be about who your client is and what problem you're solving. Mm-hmm. And we always take a view that we start with the advert, which talks about the pain points, and then the the messenger bot helps solve a few of those pain points before we actually go through to any sort of um, sale or upsell. So we've established that we've shown that we can we can help with a problem. 
before we actually try and sell a product. Um, um, If you go in there and just, this is me and this is what I do and here's what qualifications I've got, no one cares. No, that's the Simon Sinek, isn't it? You don't buy what you do. Yeah. Buy why you do it. Yeah. Right, you've convinced me social media automation is the way to go and uh, we all need to be doing a little part of it as part of our, our marketing strategies. But if I'm a founder of a busy business and I have very little time as it is because I'm so busy with absolutely everything, what could I start doing today to start maybe dabbling in some of this um, without um, confiddling myself and also, you know, taking any resources, um, whether that's time or money away from other parts of the business? What could I do? Well, I've put together for you, uh, especially for everyone who's listening to this um, today, uh, a small automation just to show you what this can do. And this is putting together like a virtual business card. So encouraging someone to talk to you, but then using that uh, repurposing of other people's content. So say you find a um, a website or an article that you like, mm-hmm. you can use this, but have your call to action. So your virtual business card can be on that. And I've built this for you and put together um a video showing you how to do it and all the links you need and, and everything's going to be within the, the show notes for this. So all the links you need. Yeah. So whether you're listening on fast, uh, fast forward on SoundCloud or on iTunes, if you go into the show notes there, you're going to find the links and everything that you need to basically step by step do this. Absolutely. Can you quickly talk us through it though? So how would I do that? So I find a really interesting article about raising investment, for example, and I mm-hmm. want to share that out to the Tech Manchester community. How would I do that? But make sure that it benefits and directs people to back to my resources. Okay. Well, the article itself is the last step in the automation. Okay. So what we're going to put, get together first is, and every single one of these platforms that I'm going to tell you about, this is the totally free version. This will not cost you anything to do this. We'll start with the diary and scheduling app. Now, the one I've put a link to is called Calendly. Again, you don't need to go and search for these. Everything is there in the note right there for you. If you've got something else, if you're already using something, you can do this. But you're going to create um, a simple appointment um, schedule you can put in uh, when you're available so that people aren't booking in at midnight on Saturdays. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so um, Don't know what they would get if they called me at midnight on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> Probably tell them you love them and a sing a song. A bit of a lottery there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So you, we're gonna we, you can just create a link, and again, if you're not sure how to do this, everything is there in the video for you. We're gonna get the get the link from that booking. Um, we're then going to use uh, the platform that I always use for Messenger, mm-hmm. which is ManyChat. And again, don't worry, you don't need to look it up. Everything is there. The link is right there for you. You need to have your own Facebook page. These only work off Facebook business pages, and you do need to be the admin for it. You will connect. Um, to ManyChat via your personal profile. No other, nothing gets shared anywhere else. Uh, and then add your business page. It's really simple setup. Uh, it will take you a minute to, to put that together. Once you've done that, I've created a template, which really is as simple as clicking it and just following, clicking two buttons and mm-hmm. it will install the whole thing on you. And again, on the video, it shows you what that is. And it's basically a, oh, thanks for, thanks for getting in touch today. Let me know uh, how we can talk to each other. And mm-hmm. one will be a link to your booking schedule, the calendar, which you've just set up. Yeah. And the other will be, let's have a chat in here in Messenger. And if they click here in Messenger, it says, 
Great, type your message and um, I'll be with you as soon as possible. What it also does then is 24 hours later, it messages, the, messages that person again to say, oh, thanks for getting in touch yesterday. Did you find everything you want? Yes or no? And if they click yes, it's great. Get in touch um, anytime you need me. Mm-hmm. If it's no, then um, disaster. How, you know, let's talk. How can, how can I we can help? help. Yeah. So simple stuff. Um, when you install it, it will ask you for the link for your booking. Part of the installation process is of this template is there's a little box to just copy that link from your Calendly in. And that's all you need to do. Everything is live then. You'll need to go in. The video shows you'll just need to turn on um, what's called a URL growth tool. It's literally the click of a switch. It sounds complicated, but, you know, the video is there. Run mm. through it, pause it. It should be a two-minute job to do this. Yeah. Now, once we've got that, here's another URL. So at this point, we've connected Calendly, your booking system, yeah. with your messenger system. Those two are now automated. We're going to now add in um, the the magic, if you like, the real mm-hmm. ninja skills. So we've got this URL that you've just made, um, this link that you've just made within ManyChat, which is going to send people to your two linked automations. You're then going to go to a platform called Sniply. Again, the link is right there for you. Very, very simple setup. You can add your brand to it. You can add um, buttons to it. And you can add your URL to it. Now, every time, once this is set up, again, it's probably two, three bits of information and logos, whatever, to add into it. And we did this um, here at the Tech Manager uh, Manchester Workshop, and people found this relative of everything. They found this probably the simplest thing to do. Yeah. Um, Well, I've done it, so. (laughs) And I think it's brilliant. It really is that simple. Yeah. Um, So you would would put your your link in there, and that's essentially a call to action. Um, You would then... Any article that you want, you would do what's called create a snip. And again, this is all in the video for you. Create your snip. And as if by magic now, what happens is when you share this link to anywhere, you could do it by email, by um, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on your personal Facebook, anywhere that you share this link, it will pop up with your call to action as a button on that post. Mm-hmm. So this could be somebody else's content. You're not plagiarizing it. You're not saying I've written it, but it's got your call to action. So something that's relevant to your audience. Um, and now we've linked three different platforms in one automation. You don't have to go out and try and think of content to make every single day. You can just... Pop that snippet on. Put that in once a day. It, it's literally a minute job. And that feeds and, you. And you're putting some real smart content out there which feeds back then into your contact and sales funnel i have a confession to make that uh, the podcast link that i use now has our snipply on it so it has a little call to action to say you know if you click on the podcast link for this podcast for example you should see it at the bottom of the uh, of the uh, fast forward um, soundcloud page mm, so um, sign up to the newsletter for more so go and check it out and that's, that's yeah. exactly how it works so a go little and get picture a of my face it. well who wouldn't click on that? <laughs> I think we might do some <laughs> different things. <laughs> um, I think there's some really brilliant, uh, some really brilliant steps there, and uh, it sounds like you've laid it out really clearly for us on the on the uh, video and the steps in the show notes. So um, I think this might be the first podcast that people have homework, so it's good. It, it is, but hopefully it's 
quite simple homework. Yeah. I know I deal with this sort of Investing. thing every day. So it, to me, it's simple stuff. I hope yeah. I've made it really simple. It's probably best if you watch the video, yeah. click on the links and kind of go from the show notes rather than trying to research this stuff and do it from just listening to the podcast. Yeah, I think a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. So a bit of listening, a bit of doing. Um, and I think that's going to be lots of um, homework. So um, for anyone that wants to have an attempt at trying to bring some of this into their business, but what would be your final piece of advice, John, to anyone that's really interested in exploring how this might be able to um, scale their business? I would say that it sounds technical, but it's really, really important for your business going forward that you do start getting involved with this. Go and have a go. Go and try it. You can't really break anything so these are all free platforms um go and try it out just see how powerful it really is click on you know the the snipply link that's with this podcast to see what it can do and go and give it a go and you will not regret it i thoroughly enjoy this new area of social media and are dabbling in it um, to help and the help that you've given us at Tech Manchester and being able to help us improve our engagement with our community. Um, so I thank you for that. So if you're struggling with this, I'm pretty sure that if you reach out to John on any of his social platforms, particularly through Facebook or Messenger, he's guaranteed to respond. Um, have a go, check out the show notes, the links are there. And um, certainly that might put you to ease in terms of making sure that you're capitalising on all those engagements and opportunities that are are engaging with you already on, on those social platforms that perhaps you're missing because of all the other plates that you have to spin. And with that help, then perhaps um, we hope that you might be able to get a better night's sleep. Thank you. 